Cookie, tell us about your place. Yes, because that's where you guys decided to go to. So let's uh, hear that. My apartment is very bland. There's the furnishings that I rented it with. A chair, a bed, a table, some sad little dusty curtains, which have never been cleaned. And one of those very old school religious crosses on the wall. And that's about it. No pictures of family, no pictures of loved ones, really nothing hanging on the walls where if I were to abandon this place today, you would be able to say, Charlotte lived there. As the door is pushed open with difficulty and the lights click on with that electric buzz that is a hallmark of an invention from Menlo Park. Two agents are struggling to drag in a somewhat comatose third agent who has his head covered by a black sack. And Philip, of course, drops his portion of Finn as he looks around with his dark glasses on and says, Oh, well, oh, this is, this is charming. This is quaint. This is truly Charlotte. You have you even moved in? Yes, clearly. I've lived here forever, and I just gesture to the left where there is one small needlepoint, which I've been working on sometimes next to a chair that doesn't match any other chairs in the apartment. Ah, yes, there's the particular touch that one expects of the uh, sex, so to speak. Um. Why don't we put him in that lovely mismatched chair as he is a mismatched individual with the department? Although, so are we. Hmm. So I do a toss and I just chuck Finn right into the chair, not even carefully and just hoping he does a stay and I don't have to tie him to the chair. Finn's still passed out now, right? He's gotten a couple doses of scopolamine. So I think so. Okay. So Philip will close the door behind them and set his valise. Initially, he thinks on the table, then he thinks better of it. He starts looking around and finally he just puts it on the floor, just like in the middle of the room. I don't think we have a lot of time until Agent Pottison wakes up and the department decides that. They wish to find us for questioning. Of course, we don't know which of them are cultists with the Church of Starry Wisdom, so I am afraid we cannot trust anyone, save perhaps Bruno, who is regrettably in Arkham at this very moment. But suffice to say, I don't believe we can stay here. I'm just... I'm not sure... Patterson just didn't seem like he had any idea of what we were speaking about before. Like, he... He might not be a cultist. Like, what if we made, what if we made the wrong decision by basically beating him to a pulp and just letting him pee? Wait, there, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 of course not. We did not make the wrong decision. No, even if he didn't know about the cultists in his mist, 
the issue there is that Adrian Patterson doesn't know anything about anything. Yes, indeed, of course, yes. Um, yes, I know, as I was saying, he doesn't know anything about anything. He did not know about your uh, regrettably removed uh, friend. He did not know about uh, Bertram. He did not know about Finn. He did not know about the issues with where we have gone. I still do not know why he knew our names when he first recruited us to this blasted department, this this trap. So while he may not know anything, he may not be a cultist, but I do not believe he is uh, a friend. I do not believe he is an ally. I'm afraid that this place may not be secure for long. I I think that we need to get what we can out of here and then get out of here, Philip. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes, we, we cannot take the company car any further because they will be looking for it. Although I have, I have, I have, I have, I have an idea, you see. We shall throw them off the trail. We can drive the vehicle to the port. I will purchase three tickets on the first ship line to Ireland and it will be very clear that it is us, but we will not get on this, on this vessel. We will make them simply believe that we are on that vessel and while they are all swimming around the port looking for us. We will be elsewhere. Perhaps we shall take a hired vehicle and find uh, another place to, to go to. Of course, we cannot go to the tea rooms. We cannot go to my apartment. We cannot go to your apartment because we're already here. Um, cannot go to the libraries. Where can I go? Where can we go? Somewhere where we can put him where no one will ask any questions. Oh, the only place that I can think of that could be completely alone where we might not be disturbed is that little speakeasy that they recently closed down a couple blocks away under under that fancy townhouse that um I think they play poker and cards and stuff there. Do you do you know what I mean? It's just not a couple blocks away. It's between here and work. Um, 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 um yes, 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 yes. I, I do, I do, I do. Yes, I do recall they had a very nice gin. Although it was an American gin, it wasn't a British one. Of course, it was homemade. It was very, very difficult to smuggle gin in the country, but making their own, it was, it was debatably uh, good. Yes, I, I did not realize they'd closed it down. How, how terrible. I, I did like that for the occasional evening. Uh, I was not very good at cards, but yes, um, we will simply have to, um, sneak our way in, so to speak. Yes, I think, I believe that would work. I promise I will stay here and watch Finn while you handle getting the tickets and I won't leave. I will wait here until you come back. We have too much riding on this. Yes, of course you are. You are absolutely correct. That will give us this. This will give us at least an evening. Yes, of course. Yes, um, give us an evening before we can uh, plan our next move and and find what we require to complete the the ritual that uh, that Finn says will work. We simply need. Uh, um, well, well, we'll we'll talk about it at the at the speakeasy. Yes, I shall. Um, I shall depart it on. I shall get rid of the vehicle, and I shall return with uh, tickets we will not be using. <laughs> yes. Will you meet me back here? Or 
did you want to meet me there? No, 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 no. Let us let us meet at the new location because we do not know when this will start to be watched. So we will have to 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 relocate. Yes, we'll have to we'll have to go find the new place in the speakeasy. We shall speak easily at the speakeasy when I return. I will, I shall meet you there. So just so I can recap, Philip is going to take the car, go to the port, buy passage for three on a ship, leave the car there, and then come back to the speakeasy. And Cookie is going to get Finn to the speakeasy via foot. Yes, that's exactly what you heard. Yes. That is exactly what I heard, and I want to make sure that is exactly what's happening. That is exactly what is happening. Let's go with Philip first. He's going to hop in the car. Vroom, vroom. Begin driving towards the port. Philip, what's going on? I know that with Finn's assistance, because Finn can cast spells, I watched him cast spells, I convinced him to cast a spell, and then he tried to cast one on me. But that was before I convinced him to cast a spell that I saw him cast. Then I saw him cast another one, and he cut a head off. He cut a bloody head off in front of me and nearly in front of the coroner who is most likely quite cross with us but that is that is beside the point now when i go to the port i find a a steamliner and i i get three tickets to 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 dublin no no i get two tickets and a special ticket for a very large case um something that could fit a body yes and i will be very clear that this this special luggage is very large and must be handled very carefully that way when word comes out that they're looking for people, the people at the port will say, oh, well, there's two people that fit that description, and the third is they, they, they had a very large case that, that may hide the body, and then they will see the vehicle at the port, and they will swarm the port, but we won't be there, of course. I've already told this to Charlotte, but I must repeat it to myself. I wonder why Bruno never put one of those doodads on the mirror or the dashboard. Perhaps he's just not that kind of person, yeah. Philip, are you? Philip, are you? Am I forgetting anything? Um, is this plan good? Do you have everything good? you need? Do you have everything, is everything you need? you're missing? No, of course, of course, I'm missing something. I'm missing my 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 teapot. I don't have my my teapot. I have I have the sauces. I have I have the plates. I have uh, a, a nice little bin for for biscuits. I have the linens for for the fine napkins. I have I have spoons of of plated silver. I have I have a knife. I have. Yes, I have the knife, I have the book, I have my journal, but I need... Oh, no, I need to... I, I need to write a letter, I need to write a letter, I need to post a letter to Bruno to let him know that we have found a way to bring back the dead. And that way he can think of somebody that's close to him that they can return to life, and then he will be our ally. Yes, yes, that is what I need to do. I need to... Where's my... Where's my... And, and Philip, while driving, is going to be opening his valise and looking for his notebook so he can pen a letter to Bruno while he is driving. That is doing a couple things at once. Roll drive. You're able to keep the car on the road while you're fishing for your paper pen and now you're going to begin to write your letter. I'll let you do that as language own. Oh dear. (laughs) Hmm. Your letter is a little... You go off on tangents, much like you do when you speak. Your writing tends to have a a coherent thought that 
drifts off into some tangent. And then maybe you regroup yourself, but then it goes off again. So it's a bit of a rambling mess. What? No, this is perfect. No, no, this is just fine. He will, he will know it. It is mine. No. So I have, I have the knife. I have, I have my journal. Do I have? Do I have the book? Do I have the book? Where's the book? Um, oh, I have to look at my valise again. Is it? Is it in here? Is it? In- Which book is this? Which book is this? The, the book. The book. The book. The the book. The um. Not the journal, is it? I, I, and it's not the Anamam script at all. That's, that's been regrettably put into the enemy's hands. No, it is, this is, this is the book that came with the knife. The, the, the book that describes the, 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 the ritual, the portal. The, it describes what the knife does. Yes, you do have that book. Yes, you do it is have worth, that it is book. It. Okay. <sighs> um, but yes, the script, script. Oh, no, Finn said there was another script door. Yes. I have to get the other Anamam script door. I have to, I have to secure that from, from the Church of Sorry Wisdom. Yes. I have to find this, this, this woman he was talking about. Um, Stephanie. No. Margaret. No. Um, Ruth. No, no, no. She might be a cultist. She may be a work. Maybe it is Ruth. She is always very fond of, of the office and with, with, with the papers, the paychecks. Is she, has she been, has she been forging signatures perhaps? Or has she been collecting signatures to try and, Try and change my mind to, to, to try and to try and fudge my mind. No, no, it can't be. Can't possibly be. No. Where, where am I? Where am I? Where is Finn's apartment from here? Yes, I'll go there first. I'll go to Finn's Finn's apartment first. I have to get to the other Anamam script door. Yes. Cookie Philip leaves. You you look out your door. You see him get in the car. He drives off. You're going to turn around and you see the slumped form of Finn. How's this working? Feeling. Definitely kind of negative and alone. So the first thing I do is make a pot of coffee. Once my cup is ready, I fill it and I just lean against the counter with my coffee in one hand and my cigarette in another. Just looking at him contemplatively. Uh, I guess that's the best description. Any anger towards Finn? Any anger towards Not Finn? Not angry. Just, I have to figure out how to get that teapot. I have to figure out how to get Ash back. I, I don't know what I'm gonna really do going forward here aside from moving this dead weight but there's hope I'm gonna get Ash back I'm I'm definitely gonna get Ash back and the more I just sit there just leaning against the counter the more I just the more hope I feel first things first you're gonna get Finn to the speakeasy and you're gonna break in or is that not first things first? Or is that not first things first? I can't leave him here. We, I, I need to get that teapot out of the basement, out of derp, and I just, I, I can't leave him alone because if I leave him alone, he could, he could just like abandon us. What if he ran away? Like he, he promised me. He definitely promised me. So, just smoking and coffee drinking and just a stare 
since some time is passing here. You've given him a couple doses, you said? At this point, he's had two doses. Yes. Well, Finn, we'll do a minus two modifier then. Make a power roll. Or a constitution. Alright, you are still knocked out. Cookie, do you eventually start moving him, or do you still sit there and wait, figuring you have plenty of time? He's got to drive to the port, after all, and walk back, or take a cab back. No, I think that after a while of just sitting and watching my charge and weighing my options, as the night gets later and later, and the street gets quieter and quieter, I start really planning on how I'm going to move Finn by myself. And that's it. It's like late at night and I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to just take him down and I'm, I'm going to get him to the speakeasy and Philip's going to meet me. And then I'm going to go get Ash for timing's sake. Let's say you and Philip arrived at your apartment at midnight. How long before you begin to move Finn? I feel like two o'clock in the morning or so when the streets have totally super quieted. It's time. Cookie, you're still sitting there weighing all your options, having a coffee, a smoke. You're going to sit there for a while before you begin to move Finn. Let's cut back to Philip. Where are you? Where are you? I am driving towards Finn's apartment now. I don't believe we, we relieved his personal effects that were in his own suitcase. Those should still be in the trunk now. If his keys are also in the trunk, that means that I can get in without breaking in, which is good because I'm not that much of a, a locksmith, so to speak. But if somebody's there, I mean, they need to knock on the door and sound vaguely Irish, and she should open the door for me, and then I can overpower her with an element of surprise. Yes, yes I can... Um, can offer a spot of tea, except I don't have any tea. I don't have my teapot. I need to get another teapot. Finn likely has a teapot, or something that he would use for that vile bean drink, that coffee. Yes, I will simply say that um, I'm a friend of Finn's, yes. Uh, and then I can enter the, the apartment and ask for a cup of um, coffee, and then I can use the laudanum, and I can throw it in her face, and then she'll be overpowered, and I can find the book. Yes. Yes. Yes, that will do. Yes, to, to Finn's apartment. Uh, you pull up. Uh, you see that his apartment is dark, no lights on. You're going to get out, go around to the back, find a suitcase, and look for the keys? Yes, that is correct. You tear that suitcase apart. There are no keys within it. A bastard ham. Perhaps I should have checked his jacket pockets. Or his pants pockets. Well, nothing for it now. Let us look at his apartment. Is there an access outside, a fire escape, so to speak? Finn, what's your apartment like? Yeah, it's a tenement apartment building. It's it's a little rundown and not very fancy. There's, you know, legally has to be a fire escape, so that is there. He's on the third floor. Philip, you can uh, climb up the fire escape and get to his door, right? Or a window. Is it like the doors face out? Like open air, like door, or would it be like a building where you would enter a hallway and go to the door? Yeah, you'd, there'd be a hallway inside to go in. 
So you can take a fire escape up to a window that is his apartment, or you can enter the building and go up the stairs to his apartment. Well, that is a very interesting conundrum, because if I was a, a man of the night, safe so speak, I would simply climb the fire escape and I would go in through the window. That would be the much easier way, because I can use the knife. I have a knife. I have a knife. I could just pry his window open and go in that way, no one the wiser. And then it just simply brings prize upon the person who is inside and try and silence her before she screams. Or I go up into the hallway, up the stairs, to the door, knock on the door, see if anybody answers. If they don't answer, I still have to get through the door. Can I use the knife to pry the door open there? Perhaps I could. This is a very lower-class building. I wonder if... I wonder who owns this building. Maybe I should ask him if he has a key. Maybe he has a key underneath the, the, the welcome mat. Maybe the door's unlocked. Oh, I don't know. Um, I shall, I shall flip a farthing forward. If it's heads, I shall go up inside. If it's tails, I shall go up outside. Yes, yes, the shall. He flips the farthing and it comes up heads. I shall, I shall go inside. I have my valise. I have my knife. I have the books. I have one book less than I should. So I shall go inside. I shall knock smartly on the door, and if nobody answers, I shall. Try the door and see if it is unlocked. If it is not unlocked, I shall try to pry it open with the knife. Yes, the knife. I shall get plenty of use out of the knife in the coming days. So it's got to Charlotte's for timing's sake at midnight. You drove and then you decided to go here. You've kind of rambled a bit. So it's probably moving to uh, 1230. Yes, yes, of course, of course. It does not take me very long to write a, a long and detailed letter to Bruno. I will have to, to, to mail that later, but uh, that would be later. That would be, I will give the post when I go buy the tickets. Yes, of course. The door, when you approach the building, the door, it's not secure. As you know, and as you can see, it's not a high-end place by any means. You're able to enter and just walk up the stairs up to the third floor. You'll here it's really quiet. There's not too much noise. Maybe a uh, as you like get to the second floor, you'll hear voices coming out of one apartment. It sounds like a, a man and a woman are arguing. But you're able to get up to the third floor and you find yourself standing in front of Finn's apartment door. Philip puts his ear to the door and holds his breath. Does he hear anything from the inside? Make a listen check. You don't hear a thing. Hmm, yes, well, it is rather late at night. She she must be asleep, but I thought she'd be waiting for her, her man to open up. It's strange. She never did say anything about uh, living with somebody before. Well, nothing for it. Let us try to, to, to knock on the door very smartly. Tuck, tuck, tuck. You knock on the door and you wait. I will listen at the door again. Listen again? As you go put your ear to the door to listen, all of a sudden the hallway is filled with a radiator that's kicked on in someone's apartment. The pipes are shimmying up the walls. It's just a loud vibration sound. It keeps you from hearing anything on the other side of the door. Well, if they can't hear anything on the other side of the door, then that means the other side of the door can't hear me. The knife comes out, and we're going to pry the door open at the, the, the doorknob area. I'm going to try and uh, jimmy the, the lock, so to speak, or, or the the door the door locky thing, yes. Door locky thing. That is tech talk, and you don't have any kind of locksmithing. So what are we going to 
do with this? I am attempting to force the door. Okay. So you just want to use some kind of brute strength? Knife goes in and just as if you were using a credit card, just you hear it click unlatched. This is really not a secure building for uh, an agent to be living in. It's not building security. I'm simply an expert agent, and this is a quite clearly a magical knife. I will go back inside the pocket. I shall grab my valise, and I shall creep inside as silent as the tomb. Oh, wait. That's a poor choice of words. Finn, what does Philip see as he enters your darkened apartment? Yeah, you walk into like a, a small, tiny little kitchen with a, a cupboard and a sink. There's dishes in the sink. There's a basket of eggs on the counter and a small little chest to keep things cool. Also on the counter. Place is a bit of a mess. It doesn't seem to be too well kept. Walking through the kitchen, you go into what seems like the main living area. There's a couch, there's a carpet, there's a desk, there's a chair. A lamp on the table, but also some candles. And there's another door, and that door presumably leads to a bedroom. And then there's another door that presumably leads to a washroom. So as Philip walks into this kitchen and he sees the squalor that this cultist lives in, says, well, this does explain a lot of things. Oh, eggs. Hmm. Well, I'll get you later. Oh, I wonder if he has a teapot or a kettle. Oh, I'll settle for a kettle. I can always pour tea from a kettle. That should be fine. No, 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 no. There's somebody else in here. I must find them first and make sure that they never speak again. Or speaking in this evening. Yes, yes. So... We shall, yes, we shall look at the bedroom very quietly, yes. So you crack open the door to the bedroom very quietly. You'll notice that the bed is made. No one in it. There's a dresser and a bookshelf and a bedside table. On the bedside table is another lamp and there's a book next to the lamp. It couldn't possibly be that easy. I thought he said there was somebody here. Possibly in the washroom. Let's check the washroom. You open up the door to the washroom, and it is a tiny little washroom. There's a bath, a toilet, and a sink. Not even a mirror in front of the sink. There's a cupboard under the sink. But not much else. Perhaps she is absconded with a book, or... Maybe, perhaps, 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 yes. Perhaps she has gone to play cards or neat or something with uh, other other friends of the female persuasion. Yes, that must be. Okay, well, if there's nobody here, then I have plenty of time to search for myself and put a put a kettle on. Yes, well, let us start with the important part. I shall put the kettle on, and then I shall look for this book. I shall start at the bedside table where there is already a book, and from there I'll search the bookcases, and then from there I shall search cupboards, and then from there I shall search rugs, and under the rugs, and the floorboards, and the walls, yes. Maybe there's a wall that has been recently patched. That's where I would hide a, an important book. I would like, and I have, made my spot hidden roll. So as you begin searching, you start with the book by the bedside, on the bedside table. It's not the same book, of course. That's way too easy. Finn is smarter than that. It's a Spanish copy of uh, Don Quixote, and there seems to be uh, translation notes Oh, well, I'll have to look for those later. 
You search the bookcases. No. Nothing. That really fits, but what books are on that uh, book? those bookcases, Finn? Finn seems to have an interest in a wide variety of literature. Many of the uh, 18th century romantics and uh, into the modern sci-fi, I guess would be what it be classified as. Sort of horror-ish, sort of fantasy like uh, Mary Shelley and Jules Verne and those sort of books seem to be there. There's also some more scholarly books, dictionaries, and translation books. The scholarly stuff seems to be related to just general history. And then there's a a medical textbook, which maybe is a bit dated, you're not certain. And uh, three copies of the Bible. Three copies? Three copies of the Bible? Why, why would he need three copies of the Bible? Bible, 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 Bible. Maybe, maybe the Bible's in different languages. Tower of Bible. Ah, Tower of Bible. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we shall we shall look at those. But there, there must be another place. There must be another place. Finn, as Philip is searching around, would he see any touches in the apartment that would denote a woman is present or like lives there or has spent time there? If you look into the closet or the dresser, you will tell it's all men's clothing. There's no female clothing. There's no sign of a woman living there at all. Wait a moment. Wait a moment. There's there's no petticoats. There's no bloomers. There's no bustles. There's no hats. There's no that cheeky shit, he lied to me. He lied to me under the scopol- He lied to me under the scopolamine. A blast. I may not have time to purchase those tickets. I must find his book. He does not have it with him. We searched him, although I forgot the keys, so I did not search him very well, but there was nothing book-sized with him. No, the book is here, and then I must make haste back to the speakeasy. We are going to have to change our plan. Yes, I must find it, quickly. The Bibles. The secret is in the Bibles. The boy is always talking about Bibles, yes. There's three translations of the Bible. One's more recent. The American Standard, the King James, and the Douai-Rami Bible, which is really old, and it's in early modern English from the 1600s. So Philip is going to start tearing these Bibles open, looking for handwritten notes. All right. Yes, I love comfortable chairs. I shall sit down and I shall rock back and forth as I I look at this. As you kind of go through the book and look at the notes and all the stuff that's written, you hear the squeak of the rocking chair. You also hear a, a, a creak of wood under the chair. And every time you go forward, it's it's as if the floor under the chair gives a little bit. Philip stops rocking, and then he leans forward and starts putting his foot on the floorboards. As you poke around, the others seem to not creak, but there's one board that when your foot goes on, you feel it give a bit more. Oh, yes. Uh, he, 
he must have gotten this from one of his penny dreadfuls as well. Fortunately, I have just the tool for, for this job. He pulls the knife out again, and he's going to wedge it in between the floorboards and pop that floorboard up. So you move the chair, you move the rug, and dig the knife into the floor and pop that floorboard up. Yes, precisely, yes. What does he see, Finn? He picks up the floorboard, comes out really easily. Just the tiny bit of the leverage with the knife is enough to pop it right out. And first thing he sees is a book-shaped object wrapped in a white cloth, which I then presume he pulls it out. Wait, 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 wait. That's the first thing I see. What is the second thing I see? On close inspection to the area, it looks like the book has been taken out. Maybe not recently, because whatever, because it's just been away, but it doesn't look dusty, so it doesn't look like it's been here long. It's not like it's been forgotten. Alright, 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 alright. Well, yes, I will take this book out carefully, carefully. I shall run the knife along all the edges of the cloth to make sure there's no no traps. You have to be very careful of this after, after Cairo. You have to be very careful. No traps. I shall take this book, I shall unwrap it, and I shall see if it is the Animum Scriptor that I've been searching for all this time. By all this time, I mean 20, 25 minutes. It is indeed the Animum Scriptor. <gasps> yes. No, we're not in the snurping scene of Western. No, I'm not going to take a seat. The seat is not going to rock forward because I have not yet replaced the floorboard. No. I shall go into the bedroom. I shall sit on the bed. I shall turn on that lamp, and then I shall read the book. Interesting uh, things in this book. To come through. As he turned on the electric light mm-hmm. to read the book, did he put the book down and then turn away from it to turn on the light? Philip? I don't know if that's something I would do. This book is precious. I don't want to let it out of my sight. So you would have been holding the book kind of open, like, or just have like your thumb kind of in the pages, kind of holding it open, and then turned on the light, and then sat down and began to look? Yes, that's, that's, that is correct. Alright, so there's an electric light on it. Philip will notice that the Animum Scriptor is supposed to be in Latin, but the characters in the book read as gibberish. The only things that are clear is a few notes written in pen in the margins here and there in Finn's handwriting. That idiot boy defaced a priceless treasure. Well, what do they say? What do the margin notes say? So it says Migo means angel as one of them. Another one is does the church know about this? One of them will say so you need three then? One is saying, like, most useful. Never forget. But all of these margin notes, you're able to plainly read them, except the words that they're kind of referring to on the page of the book, those words are all gibberish. No, 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 no. Why is this? No, he's not smarter than I am, Demet. No, he was able to read this, and I am not. No, I, I refuse. I refuse. Well, where are Wait. Well, why does he have all these candles when the electricity works fine? Why does he... Well, 
Was that what it is? Did I? Did we have oil lamps or candles when I read the other one, or was that... That was all natural light. That was natural light. When I read the Aether... Oh, well, yes, well, hmm. Well, uh, let's uh, give it to the old college try, so to speak. I shall simply light one of these candles here, and uh, perhaps turn the lamp off, and uh, I shall read by candlelight, yes. <laughs> yes. As you strike a match to light one of the candles, your tea kettle begins to scream. <gasps> My tea! It's going to get up and go for the kettle. Might, might as well have a good spot of tea while you read by candlelight. Yes, exactly. Cookie. Yeah? You are waiting a bit. It's going on uh, 1.30 a.m. Philip isn't back yet. Can you roll me a listen? A spot hit. Like I said, going on 1.30, are you doing anything? Are you packing anything? Are you going to take anything with you when you transport Finn? Or are you going to go to dirt first and then come back and get Finn? What are you going to do? Definitely not leaving Finn alone. I've been standing here just watching him for, it feels like hours, and, you know, talking to to myself but not really talking to myself because you know I'm uh, god I just miss Ash and I wish that he would answer me and like sometimes I need to I just I, I would talk to him and he's my best friend and I expect him to answer me but he's not answering me and I have Finn here and Finn says he can get me Ash back and he can, he can bring Ash back to life. So I'm just, I'm just waiting. I know I need to move him. He, he seems so heavy. Like, I don't know if you've ever had to move dead weight, but I have. Okay. Like I've had to move dead weight and he's, I got to move him, but like, I don't, I don't want to. So I've just kind of been leaning here, just, just waiting. I I need to move him first. Like, Finn needs to go, and then I need to meet back up with Philip, and then Philip will watch him while I go get Ash out of Darp. He's in that stupid teapot. So you're deciding to uh, heft him up and, and move him, regardless of the fact it's going to be tough to to move that dead weight. Well, it's the bag this near... I know it's going to be hard to move, you know, 140 pounds soaking wet all by myself. But I know I can do it because I'm very strong. But God, the whole time I just dread having to do it. And I I don't want to wake him up because I don't even want to take that chance. You know, as long as he's knocked out and he's clearly not waking up, like I've... I've kicked at his feet and he hasn't even moved, right? He hasn't. No, that's it. He's getting moved. There's nothing in here that I need because everything that I need, everything that I love is 
I don't even know, like in the basement of Derp? Like it's in a fucking teapot, man. It's been time, like I've been sitting here, I've been watching this fucking idiot that, you know, has been my my friend and he, he like screwed me. He's clearly, he's, he's gonna help me. And if I just move him and no one sees him and I just keep it super quiet, things will be fine, right? Everything's gonna be fine. You heft him up, you get him on the side of you. One arm around his waist and got his other arm around your shoulder holding with the other hand. Looks like you're helping a drunk, basically, right? That kind of a walk. Yeah, and I kind of, like, toss an extra blanket I have over top just in case anyone would see us. You know, it looks like I'm either carrying a heavy bunch of trash or I'm helping a friend home, maybe? Both ways. Who knows? You head toward the door. Philip, let's go back to you. You have uh, been sitting in Finn's apartment for a while. You've searched it. You've made tea. You're sitting and reading by candlelight. And, oh, the candlelight did it. Finn, what happens to the book when candlelight hits it? The words in the book, they seem to be moving away from the candlelight and the book is at least mildly legible compared to the electric light the part of the page that is not lit well enough you could almost read better than the part of the page that is lit I see, I see, yes, yes, yes well, the dark ideas the more easy it is to read. Interesting. The words hide in the silence of the darkness. They stare into the abyss. The abyss stares back. Yes. Wait. Where's my... Oh, there's my teacup. No, everything's fine. What time is it? What time is it? I should... Oh, oh bloody hell. Yes, of course. I need to... It's approaching one thirty. Can you make a listen and a spot? Fantastic. Go ahead, Philip. Oh, oh no. Yes, yes, yes. How do you... I I need to I need I need to go I need to go I need to the, the the van I need to go to the van I need to I need to ditch the van and go back I need to go to the I need to go to the speakeasy yes of course but no I can read the book in the darkness there yes of course I can I can share this share this knowledge with Charlotte and there's there's the notes that Finn made well if if he's not willing to talk then I can just stab him with this knife that is this knife this magical knife it's 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 open doors so he can open one more door all it needs is a little life blood yes. All it needs is a little bit of, of heart blood, yes. Well, into the valleys you go, I shall regrettably have to ignore the rest of my tea, and then we shall uh, open the door, peek outside, and then go back down and go. Yes. Philip? Yes. Cookie? Yeah? As each of you both approach your respective doors, the clock strikes one thirty. You turn the knob and open it. Before both of you are three men in suits with guns pointed at you. Oh dear. What the hell? Familiar faces. Is they're all fellow derp agents. And we're gonna stop here.
that is exactly what is happening. Okay. All right. So I guess it's, uh, you know, hands in, go team, go. Break. Go team. <laughs> and you separate. Okay. Philip first. He's going to hop in the car. Vroom, vroom. Begin driving towards the port. Philip, what's going on? Let's, let's, uh, Philip is always good to monologue aloud. He's insane right now. Uh, insane right now? No, I am, I'm perfectly <laughs> sane. I am perfectly clear. I've never been clear, you see. Ooh. That is doing a couple things at once. Roll drive. Drive auto. Okay, I was hoping for forgery because I want that letter to be really nice, but. Oh my god. <laughs> you're able to keep the car on the road while you're fishing for your paper pen and now you're going to begin to write your letter. You want it forgery though? It's not a forgery, is it? Well, no, it's, it's not forgery, but but I don't, I don't believe there's a skill for for merely writing. He's forging his feelings. <laughs> I am I am forging ahead. Thank you, Finn. Wait. I mean, I'll let you do that as language own. Oh, I, I do like to own my my language. <laughs> oh dear. Hmm. It, your litter is a little. Um... I am attempting to force the door. Okay. So you just want to use some kind of brute strength? It is twenty-five times more effective than my locksmithing. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. Yeah. Like nailed it. <laughs> Finn, would you have marked any pages, put little bookmarks in, or dog-eared, or wrote anything in the margins? He would not dare dog-ear. That would be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. God. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. The true horror of Cthulhu is dog-earing a tome. There's nothing in here that I need because everything that I need, everything that I love is, I don't even know, like in the basement of Derp. Like it's in a fucking teapot, man. You're not going to get any sympathy from me where your, you know, abusive boy is. I don't care. It's my best friend. Rude. <laughs> get a new one. <laughs> you know, there's only one person on the team who hasn't tried to hurt you or kill you. Stop, Philip. Stop. <laughs> Not my best friend. <laughs> Before both of you are three men in suits with guns pointed at you. Oh, dear. What the hell? Familiar faces. Is they're all fellow derp agents. And we're going to stop here because now we do need to uh, burn up. But it's too late for nice. him. Nice, nice, nice. Rude. <laughs> hey, I wasn't the one that said I'm going to hang out till two. Okay. I mean, they do know where you all live. We knocked <laughs> the hell out of Patterson. Like, he would have been sleeping for, like, a while. He has better yeah. constitution scores than yeah. does. He had better constitution scores. You got the injection. You injected him in the neck, but you didn't get a full dose in. And the wallop on the head with a coffee mug. Stung, but not great. But uh, it wasn't long after you left that he was found and then started amassing a team, uh, teams 
to do a coordinated breach on all three of your apartments. If you say so, boss lady. What? <laughs> I said, if you got home at, at midnight, how, and you said an hour and a half, and I'm like, okay, that gives him more than enough time. No, you're absolutely right. To it does. Put a team together and breach. And Philip and is crazy enough. I not change a thing knowing all yeah, that. that. <laughs> no. The, the best part would be is that as agents, we would know that, and we did what we did anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right, I'll go ahead and drop Greg. Okay. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro is from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.